check, check, check. Check, check, check. Check your booty. Check your booty. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Check your booty. Check your booty. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Check your booty. Check your booty. Fuck's happening, man. Red Room Live, episode nine. Another solo part for y'all. Um, I'm just up here chilling, man. <clears throat> Figured it would be time to do another one. Um, got some kind of bad news, man. I got got in contact with somebody with COVID. Um, I fucking hate giving COVID press, but yeah, got in contact with somebody. You know who the fuck you are, man. Nah, love you though, but. We were just at the skate park, man, not really. We didn't even really talk much, but talked a little bit. Fist bumped him on the way out. He ended up testing positive. Um, I haven't had any symptoms or nothing, but I'm just going to quarantine and be a good little boy like I'm supposed to be, you know. Like Shawnee County told me to, be a good little boy. So that's what I'm going to be doing, man, for uh, for a week or so. I don't know if I'll be on the next um, Raw District podcast. I wish I was. I love doing that shit. I look forward to it more than anything in the week, probably, man. The last episode was dope. Had Tyson Williams on there. He's a, a local prodigy. He started playing the piano when he was really young. And he, like, when he was five, actually. And, like, he was, like, really, really good. And then he ended up going to McNally College on a music scholarship and then just, you know, being a fucking beast. And now he uh, he owns his own production company and he's making plays and films. So be on the lookout for that episode. It's a really good one. Um, we're trying to get our, our sound right. I don't know if you guys notice or even watch if you even give a fuck. Because I know a lot of you aren't subscribed. We can see the analytics. I can see it on here. So you better do that for your boy and your boys. Because we trying to out here. We out here trying to make an empire. And, you know, try to put people on the map and put ourselves on the map and show uh show y'all that Topeka ain't just nothing but just regular bullshit because this podcasting shit I love it a lot and it uh it means a lot to me because it's another it's just another outlet for for just being social and um showing everybody how I think and how you know I like making people laugh I hope I'm funny I'm probably not though but you know well, yeah, be on the lookout for that, man. We really uh, really are asking for you guys' support. I hate begging, but I really don't know how, how else to um, to blow up or get, get my message out to people that don't know who I am or don't know who we are. So that's why numbers and analytics are so important. And that's why I always harp on it. It ain't nothing to like, comment, subscribe. It's really not. And if you fuck with us, if you fuck with me, you know, do that. 
just uh st start an argument start an argument in the comments tell me i'm ugly tell me my breath stank through the fucking through the films is you know what i'm saying just do something we need a we need some cult followings and tell us how to improve you know always constructive criticism that's what we look for in most things that's how we get better and um we ain't no bitches i ain't no bitch tell us what you like tell us what you don't like um and be involved we like to involve everybody else i like to involve you guys that's why i always ask for questions and it ain't nothing to ask nothing stupid because i'll answer that shit and i got one really dumb question for you later but i love it um so yeah man we're just asking for your support I don't know how to transition to this, but R.I.P. Alex Trebek, the OG wordslinger, the OG historian, the man that knows all the answers to shit that doesn't make sense at all at any point in time. If you guys don't know who Alex Trebek is, he's been a longtime host of Jeopardy forever. And I just started getting into that show, really. It was always been on since I was a kid. Since probably longer than that. Because Alex Trebek is that OG motherfucker. R.I.P. To a beautiful soul. Alex Trebek. He was battling cancer. Pancreatic cancer. I didn't even know. I was kind of shocked. And the last time I even like watched the show, it occurred to me. I was like, damn, he's getting old. He was 80. And I was like, man, I wonder what's when 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 his time is, man. And it sucks fucking thinking that. I hate about I hate that about life. We never know when we're gonna go. I mean, but when you're older, you know it's it's coming soon, and that's even worse to think about because you don't know. And he was beloved. And that show's dope, man. It's it's fucking has like 20 seasons. Go learn some shit on Jeopardy. I was watching the uh, the teenagers version. Didn't know shit. I was watching the kids version. Knew some shit. Some shit. I can uh, name any capital of any state. I'll tell you what. Helena, Montana. You didn't know that. Albany, New York. What's good? Y'all didn't know that shit. I bet. Shout out Randolph Elementary. 501. Yerd. Well, yeah. R.I.P. to an OG, man. He's always been a, a pillar in um, talk show, game shows, and shit. We'll, uh, we'll always love you, Alex Trebek. But, yeah, man. What, what else has been going on? Not shit. Just been kind of uh, laying around being depressed watching a lot of ink master i don't have any tattoos but i don't it's just super interesting i don't know why i like that shit so much seeing people get shitty ass tattoos but still love them that shit's hilarious why would you ever want to be a canvas on there people are that desperate for free tattoos like you know it's going to be fucked up you know it's going to be you don't have the the right time or nothing. 
Let me know um, how many of y'all got shitty tattoos and um and your stories about them. I want to see them. And if you guys got Instagram, go follow uh, Snake Pit on Instagram. It shows the shittiest, most raunchy, like, it's got vaginas and wieners, and but they're all, like, some of them are really good and some of them are terrible. But that's, like, some, some really good uh, tattoo content. If you guys, I know a lot of y'all are inked up, got that addiction. Better than drinking, though. Um, co- costly. I don't know if I'll ever get a tattoo. I want one. I want a bunch, but I just always have a, a hard time really thinking that I'll ever like want to keep it on my body. Cause I don't, I don't know anything that's worth it enough to get it on my body for the rest of my life. Like I have a few things, and they're just like all music influences, like images from album covers or something that really influenced me as a kid. But I still don't even know if that's worth it. I know um, I really like my skin. I got that golden shit. When that sun hits that shit, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you're going to try to like dig into me because you think I got that real gold in me. You're going to try to get your backhoes and your pickaxes. You try to swing them at me because you really think I got that gold in me. So, yeah, man, um, let me know if I should get like a big butthole on my uh, on my chin or something. I think that'd be a good tat butthole or or like a monkey's butthole. That might be sick. <laughs> Shit, what else, man? Johnny Depp is leaving Warner Brothers. I don't know if you guys are. um fantastic beast uh fans but he's he's the legendary grindelwald on the fantastic beast franchise jk rowling it's the extension of harry potter yeah some nerd shit what's good i know y'all are nerds don't try to hide it harry potter is one of the best best ever uh movie franchises ever made let me know, um, Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter? Let me know. What do you guys think? Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter? Me personally, I'm going to go with Lord of the Rings. I like the, the storyline better and it's more emotional to me. My girlfriend Ariana would say Harry Potter all the way. She's even got the cloak. She's got the wand. She went to Universal Studios and got the whole get up. She's probably going to beat my ass for telling you this, but yeah, Chettles, you're a nerd. But uh, yeah, Johnny Depp, he's not going to be in Fantastic Beasts anymore. And he, Grindelwald is the main antagonist. So I don't know what's going to happen. It might fuck up the whole franchise. I'm not that big of a fan. I just seen it in the news on Twitter, and I was like, damn, what the fuck's going to happen with that? The last movie was pretty good, though. But, yeah, man, I'd, I'd prefer some uh, I'd prefer some Lord of the Rings, but I wasn't that big of a fan of The Hobbit. I didn't like the animation in it. The Lord of the Rings came out on my birthday every year when I was a kid, 
And I don't know, like, I was hella young. And me, my parents would take us because it was like my, when I first seen the first one, I was like, I was like stuck. I fucking love that shit. All the orcs were terrifying, man. Saruman. Sauron's army. That shit. I love that, man. And just the story of Frodo and Samwise and then Aragorn kind of had like the uh, uh, Jon Snow effect. I don't want it. I don't want to be king. I don't want it. I love that shit, man. But yeah, there's just a little topic, man, because I don't really got nothing to say. I got to keep content flowing, though, because it's what makes me happy. Been writing a little more, like I always say, but got to keep a balance. Um, I guess I can go into some questions. Johnny Vargas, shout out. Ask me anything popping off in the world to cause your greater concern for your family and friends. Um, thank God fucking Trump got fired. You're fired. How's that? How how ironic is that? You're fired. Fucking bum. Get the fuck out of here. Piece of shit. That was the biggest thing. Because I have friends and family, loved ones that are directly affected by his actions and his policies. So I know Joe Biden is a creep and he's not the best and Kamala Harris is a fed. But, you know, anything but Trump at this point. And that was, that was the biggest thing at some point or at this. The, you actually asked me this question before the election um, and I finally got to it. But that I was going to say was the biggest thing. And I'm glad it's brought a lot of um, ease to a lot of my loved ones hearts just because of, you know, it just gives a little more hope because you don't have a fucking big orange turd out there sprouting out of sphincter mouth. Just spitting poo-poo. Poo-poo everywhere. Big poop monster. Turd sandwich. Um, but yeah, I'm glad he's fucking out of here. It just causes a lot of um, ease on every American. And, and it's what's crazy is how invested the other part of the world is in this election. If you look on Twitter and everything, they're all watching the races. How many other countries have you watched their elections? Do you know who their presidents, kings, prime ministers are? I couldn't tell you anything. The only thing I could tell you about like the UK race was that Boris Johnson guy from the UK was basically a UK Trump. And he was jocking his steez. Which is annoying because who would want to be like Trump? Uh, apparently a lot of you guys. And I don't know who the fuck you are. But fuck you. Nah. I don't know. It, it's just so weird. The division it causes. It's like an instant division. And I could tell that right when Trump got into office four years ago. I could just feel feel the, the shift in like the prejudice people felt at power again. You you seen KKK active again. You seen black people getting lynched again. What the fuck, man? How do you not how can you not tell 
that Trump was inciting all that and the people around Trump and it's just so fucking blatant and I'm glad he fucking lost because people like that don't de- they don't deserve a voice they they can he can start a podcast for all I give a shit I probably might even listen to it but the people should not have to be under a person like him I know Biden's not that much better. He's a creep and whatever. And, you know, his policies, his older policies were not in favor of black people. But, you know, people change with the times. You have to change. I don't know if he personally changed. I don't really care. But if the policies he's putting in place or are the change to make us better, then so be it. I didn't see Trump doing anything like that. Sorry to get political, man, but that shit just happened and it's and it's affecting us directly. And it's just fucking sad. Um, Other than that, other than the election, COVID, maybe got some people in my family that are at risk and my loved one's family and. And I just I kind of want to apologize because I've been reckless, kind of kind of put it on the back burner, got sick of just quarantining and I went out and did some shit, you know, skated, went to some parties, whatever. Um, But yeah, right now I'm just going to be chilling, working on more uh, music and podcasting and ideas and brainstorming just to make myself better. And I hate being indoors. I hate not experiencing the world with my people but if that's what it takes to you know be safe i guess so be it because i ain't trying to get that shit and i ain't trying to give that shit to anybody else man but uh tyra everett shout out t he said what is what was the hardest part and during the process i'm sure he's talking about podcasting um but the hardest part is content you can talk all day about just some random shit but it's kind of like when it comes to it so like you can study for a test all you want you can have ideas about how you're gonna do it all that shit but sometimes when you come to it you forget some of that so like that's the hardest part about podcasting is sticking to the segment uh being able to expand on some stuff be funny be interesting Have your sound perfect because nobody wants to hear anything that sounds like poopy. And that's my that's my biggest part, man. But a lot of this is just for me. And I really appreciate you guys listening. And I'm sick of putting so much pressure on myself because what's just another episode? I'm just talking into a mic. But the hardest part, I think, maybe is marketability. Um, Putting yourself out there to grow more because social media is such a weird thing the algorithm changes all the time um you gotta follow these rules to get likes can't get shadow banned for saying fucked up shit even though that's what gets you the views is the shock factor but the biggest part is appealing and also getting your people to like it and share it and actually listen i had a homie you're not gonna listen to this because you said you wouldn't (laughs) <laughs> and that's the point like i had a homie he was I, sh- I was like you should listen to this like you know it's only this long he was like 
uh, no disrespect, but I'm just like not gonna listen to it. I don't like podcasts. So like I felt hurt at the beginning of that, but then after I was like, I I respect that. I'm not gonna listen to fucking G Herbo if I don't fuck with them. Why would you listen to something you know that you don't actually like? But when people say that shit, it pisses me off because you haven't done it once. I listened to a G Herbo album. I didn't like it. You didn't listen to one of my podcasts. How are you gonna How are you gonna tell me that? But that's just how people are, and you can't get butt hurt. You can't feel offended because it's just you. You know. I got I got a few listens. I got a few people telling me this shit's tight, and I really appreciate the involvement because it makes me happy. I'm addicted to dropping Zontent. Um, Clayton Day, he said, best way to stay motivated making music or anything at that point. I think the best way is to make a schedule and just do it no matter what. So like the Raw District, we do it every Saturday, no matter what's going on. uh, And we just do it. And sticking to a script, sticking to a schedule, especially like if you're thinking about it addiction wise or something like to to stay off something and you use it as an outlet you gotta you gotta just keep um be reoccurring your your schedule and it'll show you that you can do it even when you're not feeling like it a lot of the time i'm not motivated there's sometimes it's been uh maybe a month before i drop a drop something else especially with music it's been two years since my last release um but yeah you can't rush shit you can force yourself and you can only get so far but you can't rush it and i think that's that's the best way is to just have a schedule try to force yourself if you're not feeling it at least you tried right because you can sit around drink beer and watch fucking ink master all day or you can get the fuck upstairs and record a podcast and then after that, you can watch somebody get an ugly ass fucking butt cheek tattoo. Um, Chris Snyder. He said, is there any piece of music you started on but couldn't really figure out how to finish or maybe put on pause to come back at a different time? Yeah, most of my shit, <laughs> most of my shit, especially old shit, all the FOS stuff. We're actually going to drop, though, but we put it on the back burner for some reason. And most of that stuff is just fucking gold produced by XL. We're all on it. Um, I don't really know why we put it on the back burner. Probably just because it's so fucking heat. That's probably why. But, you know, as an artist, you're always critiquing your shit the most. And you should put out whatever, you know, because it's just what is it? Just another song. I know you don't want to misrepresent yourself, but there's always SoundCloud. There's always YouTube. There's always other places you can just put shit out. And even you can put it out as an alias. You could be fucking Evan Williams, Butt Munch, Lagunita IPA or some shit, you know. Get a fake face tat and drop that shit. See how people receive it. It could be fucking way better than 
what you are actually trying to do. But a lot of the time, yeah. I'm just trying to make shit for myself. Just to make myself happy in the moment. So I'm not trying to like feel like I'm wasting my time or wasting my talents or day or and when you drop that song and you get those critiques or you, and you get those you get all that love it's like it's a drug too so I'd rather be doing that than real drugs I guess so man just do it whatever you guys want to do just do it especially now on social media you can Make an Instagram aesthetically pleasing of what you're trying to do and make that shit really nice. And even if it's not nice, it's just how it came out. You could always do something else, start something different. Uh, D-Revel, shout outs. He said, have you ever dropped a song you didn't really like, but it ended up being a lot of people's favorites from you? Um, No, and I think that's why, like going back to my last question, I think... I'm really conscious of not putting out something that I don't want to put out because I hate misrepresenting myself. Um, but I know there's a lot of those songs that if I did put out, people would like just because it's just authentic, the authenticity of it. It just, um, it's way different in other people's eyes than and ears than what, how I feel about it. But I think all my old stuff. Yeah. I I have some of my friends still bumping that shit and they bump it in front of me and I just fucking cringe. Like stop, please just don't listen to that right now. I'm glad you're listening to it, but ugh. I hate that shit. It's good, but I don't know. I don't know why you you always hate your old shit. I know a lot of most people do. If you're a good artist and you know what's good, critiquing yourself and shit. I hate harping on that same idea every fucking podcast, but it's what artists deal with every day. And if you know how to not have that baggage with you every time you put something out, um, tell us, man. Inbox me. Put it in the comments. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure that out on how to just get it out there. Um, Milk Drop is a big influence of mine because of that because he has so much shit and a lot of it is really really fucking good and he's just doing what he he's just like a legit poet putting putting shit out when he feels it and that's a big reason that i don't put shit out because i'll take so long on it that it just doesn't doesn't feel right when i listen back or just like that's a good song but it wouldn't make sense now but there's always a time and place for those type of records and for them Johns, for them types of Johns. Um, Sierra, Simo, the question she's been wanting me to ask for years. Now, a few weeks though, she asked, would you rather have a vagina on your forehead or dicks running down the back like a stegosaurus? <laughs> Give me that vagine. Vagine all day. Need the vagine. And you could just, if you had a vagina on your forehead, do you think it would grow pubic hair like a regular vagina would? Or do you think it would you would just you would just have your regular hair? 
definitely no matter what vagina on my forehead because you can hide it with like beanies or like a bandana or something and like you could be you could start your own you could start an only fans and just get like forehead fucked all day and just like make mad money um but the dicks down the back like a stegosaurus that's just too distracting and what if they're all like different sizes and you're just not consistent but if they're all big i guess you could have only fans for both of them you know probably be in a freak show doing stuff yeah that'd be sick vagina on my forehead especially if i can feel it just be fondling myself all day acting like i'm scratching my forehead well you know stimulating that forehead clitoris that'd be tight but yeah vagina on the forehead all day tell me what you guys think <laughs> um edgar shout out eddie goo shout out egghead he said what are some lyrics from a song that have that have resonated with you um probably certified freak seven days a week wet ass pussy make that pull out game week probably that man that's my favorite song um for all you that got the wop out there you know shouts sorry ben shapiro's wife um nah just kidding probably um I don't know if you guys heard of Devil Makes Three. I think I've, um, I think I've brought them up in this pod before. Probably one of the f- first few episodes. But some, sh- they have. It's like I wouldn't even know how to explain it. It's like new age ragtime blues, fucking grunge shit. I don't know, man. How I don't know. But they have really good lyrics. Their music's really good. They're called Devil Makes Three. Um, and they, they they just have good lyrics and their writing is really good. They talk about alcoholism and just like a bunch of other addictions and coping with demons and all that shit. And, and they have like a lot of ironic songs and stuff. So some lyrics probably. There's one, there's one I really fuck with. It's called, if you're gonna do wrong, do wrong right. I really fuck with that. If you're going to do wrong, but it do wrong right. And then, yeah, uh, I think Old Number 7 is my favorite. It's probably one of their fam- famous songs. I said a thank you, Jack Daniels. Oh, number seven. Tennessee whiskey got me drinking in heaven. And I'm down here. The bottle never runs dry. And you'll never wake up with those tears in your eyes. No. Just kind of, you know, kind of about being drowning in the bottle and I'll rise through my fingers, they are down to the bone, drink till I don't remember my own home. Yeah, they're the shit. I think that kind of music, even more than rap, most rap gets me. But if you're not like filling the spaces that I like, I don't I don't really know like it, I I can listen to it, but it's not like my favorite shit. And I think like 
people that make the ragtimey type of music and blues, they do it for a reason because they've been through that shit. So they know how to articulate it in the right way. And it, re- it resonates with me the most, even more than rap. So eventually, man, I'm trying to I'm trying to ascend beyond rap. And that's my favorite type of shit. Edgar also asked my favorite element. <clears throat> like we're fucking airbenders or something. Nah, my favorite is probably fire. Cause it's just beautiful the way it the way it destroys and it still becomes the bed of new creation. Like forest fires. It's a beautiful thing because if you burn a field or you burn a forest, eventually it comes back way stronger. And the ashes actually help things. So I think that's like some crazy, beautiful irony and just a natural element. Water is definitely the best because we're made of water and you got to drink more water. You just got to. That's all you need to survive. You can survive just off of water for months. And I think that's fucking trippy. Um, Wind's definitely awesome. Walking outside naked, feeling the wind on your peep. That's always dope. But I think fire is the dopest. I think it. I think it's um. But I don't know, man. Water, it destroys just as much as fire does. You got tsunamis and tidal waves and hurricanes and. I think they're both just as beautiful. And God, whoever you are, you invented them for a reason. For us dumbass cavemen to use to cook our stupid fish on. Yeah, I ain't got no more questions, man. I'm going to try to get over this um, this quarantining. I don't even think, you know, I'm just trying to be cautious. I'm probably fine. I didn't even like touch touch dudes or talk to them that much, but just trying to be cautious for the people I love and be be responsible for once, probably, you know. But I'm gonna be bored as shit, so keep sending me questions. Keep letting me know what's on your mind. Keep letting me know how you feel about everything. I need some shite to talk about. This has been a decent one, though. Um, thank you for coming to the Red Room. Episode 9. I love y'all. Peace.